It's the Off Grid Prep Family Podcast. Hey everybody, today is episode 17. Two is one and one is none. Redundancy. Redundancy is it's, a good thing. It's the key to off-grid life and it really it's the is. key to prepping. It's amazing how many things, if you don't make them redundant and something breaks and you're, you're just you're a boat in, in the ocean with no motor yeah you're that always bothered me boats that don't have a twin drive yeah are you kidding <laughs> me like you're putting a lot of faith in that all the lobster engine. boats out here only have one engine every boat that we've it's ever terrible. been on or even owned there's something gonna go wrong with that boat guaranteed it's like a guaranteed and an off-grid home is basically a boat in the ocean yeah so you gotta have redundancy and prepping, you have to have redundancy. You do. Yeah. Yep. Because if you only have one, if it's one, gonna break. If you bet on one crop and it fails, or yeah. if you have one type of flower or food mm-hmm. and you get weevils in it, yeah. Nature likes to mess with stuff. It does. It does. Shall we go really quick into what are? Let's say you could only afford to be redundant in three items in your off-grid life. What would they be? Uh, batteries. Mm-hmm. The power, the inverter. The inverter. And the food. And the food. Okay. Yeah. I was I thought you were gonna say generator. Although with no. a decent decent solar we system, you hardly on, ever needed yeah, generator. Yeah, we were yeah. short on solar panels. Yeah. We we added fifty percent to our array and, and that no, made not. all the yeah. difference. Okay. We hardly ever run our Back generator. Back in the day it was the generator. It was. Yeah. Because yeah, we were so running it anymore. two, three times a month, minute like it was a lot. Yeah. And also the brand of solar panels I had wasn't as good at low light. It was really weird, actually. Yeah, because the new ones, even though they're used, because we like to get repo solar panels. Yeah, that's pick up the jam. used stuff. Yeah. Don't have any pride. No. Just it's suck it up. It's hundred bucks. $100 a panel, yeah. and I think they were like four years old. Yeah. Practically brand new. Uh, the other thing that I thought you were going to say was like refrigeration. But no, yeah. you're right. You if know you what? It can't be three then. It can't be three. If you don't three, have a battery in an inverter, yeah. then none of that other stuff matters either. If one, if you have, if you have one battery pack yeah. and it fails, you're toast. Yeah. One inverter, you're toast. Yeah. Like, even if you just have a smaller backup system that runs, say, your little cottage, yeah. your Airbnb, or your RV or something, at least then you're not completely dead in the water if what? you have to switch it out. Yeah. Our current redundancy. The only thing of those large items, it, actually, we don't have a spare battery pack per se, mm-hmm. but I have a battery pack down at the cottage mm-hmm. for the communication system, yeah. and I have another battery pack at the gate. Right. So I can steal both of those. So yeah. that's kind of my redundancy. It's which not gives as me big pieces. as the original. It's not as big, but, but it'll, it'll get the job done. Yeah. yeah. Shall we, before we move on, shall we thank our first sponsor of the day? Yeah. Thrive Life Freeze-Dried Food. Love the Thrive Life. Thrive Life freeze dried food. It comes in pantry cans and number 10 cans, and it's just food in Num- a can. The number 10 can is the giant can. Yeah, yeah. And you can get them in cases, so they're even more affordable. And what we do is every month at the beginning of the month, they tell you what's on sale, and we just get that. Yeah. Yeah, and if you're signed up as like an affiliate, you get even a little bit more of a discount and mm-hmm. you get a little bit of extra advance notice when something that's usually sold out comes back in. Mm-hmm. You also get advance notice on those sales that only happen twice a year, Boxing Day and, I don't know, early June I or something like that. can't remember. 
Uh, if you use the referral code on our friends and affiliates page, you get a 15% discount on your first order, and that's not, enough, you know, it's a good deal. It is a really good 15% deal. Is good. Yeah. You can visit offgridprepfamily.com forward slash friends. So redundancy. Mm-hmm. Redundancy in off-grid life. We're talking about generators. And well, the parts that you often need to replace in said generator, that's about learning your system, learning your equipment. Yeah, yeah. So our, our generators, we use the Furman W03083. It's a 3300-watt. I'm closing my eyes to concentrate <laughs> on this. You can't see this. It's a 3300-watt inverter generator. Um, if you want clean power, you need an inverter generator. Mm-hmm. There is no substitute. You will ruin your electronics. And so, we have a backup generator. We do. Same we, model. We the identical. We also have backup parts for said generator. In our case, that is what? What do you always try to keep on hand? The throttle stepper motor. Okay. It's a tiny little 8-volt part that controls... Some, some of you will know about carburetors and valves. The, the inverter generator Furman designed has steppers, DC stepper motors on the valves for the air and the fuel in the throttle er, sorry inside the carburetor and it's instead of the sp- uh, traditional carburetors use springs and mm-hmm. levers they do that so they can electron it's like fake fuel injection i guess okay. anyway as usual you add stuff and then it the starts to break the throttle stepper motor not the not the choke not the air stepper motor mm-hmm. the throttle dies like every 50 to 100 hours Okay. It's kind of obscene, actually. So if you're actually. using it to, like, build your house or you're just getting your system up and you're putting a lot of hours on your generator, yep. chances are it's going to die and you're going to think you need a new generator. And the techs didn't even know. No. I, I ended up ripping the engine apart and yeah. cleaning the combustion chamber and uh, resetting the valves, which didn't... They weren't out of alignment. Yeah. It is over. Anyway, the techs didn't even know that they have such a problem. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, it is a company owned by a giant Chinese conglomerate. So it's never going to change. It's never going to change. Every time I phone them, they say the same spiel. I try and tell them, give them real feedback. It doesn't matter to them. Nobody cares. (laughs) Now on the upside... Try and keep one of those on hand. uh, I have four right now. Yeah. I I phone every so often. When one dies, I phone immediately and get a replacement. Mm -hmm. Uh, And they'll mail them out for free. Yeah, they mail them out for free. And if you ask them to send them FedEx? Uh, no, actually, they just do that automatically. They okay. send them FedEx. No, because they sent one Canada Post. And they, oh, forever. you're right. I'm not sure if it ever even came. No, it did. It was about, I think, three months. So if you're not in the States, ask them to send it FedEx. And because Canada Post is it's an abomination. Apart from the generator. Did you know that Amazon has stopped using Canada Post Thank altogether? God. That w- we struggled so it much was with such that. A pain. It was a nightmare for years. If I'm going to order something so that I don't have to drive to town for groceries, don't send my subscribe and save to, to town. To town! Yeah. Oh my gosh, it was awful. It's like, oh good, now I also but have it was, to be there. We had one PM. bad delivery driver, and yeah. and nobody he just cared. Wouldn't, she wouldn't. She wouldn't deliver anything, anything. and and of course management didn't care. Yes. And it, moving that's, on. But that's how easy it is for things to fall apart. It is. That ties into why we're off the grid. Yes. We things can fall apart those. in a heartbeat. Yeah. Inverter. Mm-hmm. Having a spare inverter is very important. If you 
if your inverter dies, it's not like you can just go to town and get another one. No, you can't just get these things. At these minimum, are, you're waiting for Amazon. At best, you might have a solar supply or a solar installer. But then it would be a really expensive you're, inverter. You're going to pay an, an extra yeah, zero. Yeah, like out the nose. Yeah. On that. And they're going to ask you about codes and they're going to want, they're going to demand to install it. Yeah. And yeah. It's going to be a mess. Yeah. You just want to get your power back up and running. So keep a spare inverter, even if it has to be yep. not as great of a model as your main one. Yeah. Pumps. We keep extra pumps. What we kind do. of pumps? The We use the diaphragm pump right. that I described in the last episode. So whatever your house would be sunk without, yeah. keep an extra. Yeah. The, the pumps are great. I think I mentioned in the last episode, the la I bought this the last spare in 2020. Mm-hmm. So I have forgotten the last time I changed it. But for I don't know, what what if you didn't have it? Then but you have no water. If I lose it, I'm then I'm you're hauling once water again, in toast. buckets like a hobo. And a replacement. Sorry, hobos probably don't haul water in buckets, do they? I don't think there are hobos anymore. Okay. Oh, you know, it's all the, all those people who do the camping fancy, van life. Fancy homeless. Van life is hobo. Okay. Anyway, pumps. If my pump dies and I want to pressurize my system with a water pump, the closest comparison to my pump is a thousand dollar jet pump from princess auto mm -hmm. it's still kind of a specialty thing so yeah. instead of my 120 dollar diaphragm pump mm -hmm. i'm gonna go out and spend a grand and it uses plus a lot more power right enormous amount of power how about weird things around your house that might not be off-grid related but you know your own appliances for example we always need to keep an extra oven element <laughs> our oven element it just right. goes every year or two it just goes it's the element it's the terrible engineering it was designed more for safety than convenience yeah, but it's, it's a glow element right so it's it like gets having red a glow hot plug in your oven it is so scary to know like is it gonna glow hot enough is my house gonna fill with propane first <laughs> yeah it's a kenmore like this is what they did anyways figure out your appliances it goes all the time. and if there's something that always seems to need replacing just mm -hmm. keep an extra one um, water systems. We have two separate water systems because Which I'm sunk, really happy with. You're sunk if one goes or so. one leak. Yeah. Like if our south lose. water system yeah. leaks and the tanks bleed out in the middle of the night, you'd lose all your water. And mm -hmm. since we have a north water system, we can shut it off with yeah. a valve. Uh, freezers and fridges. We don't always run our second fridge and second freezer. That's more no. like a fall like. When there's just so much food coming in that yep. you've got to just keep it. You run them in the winter. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but we always have them here and mm -hmm. ready to go just in case something were to go wrong with the fridge or the freezer. Yep. Because that would be catastrophic. Yeah. We're not. This is one of the things we aren't. We just haven't had the chance to set up with. If our giant deep freeze dies, mm -hmm. we're going to have to do some running around and find another well, deep freeze. Well, we have a small deep freeze. We have a small one. The critical things, and yeah. then we could quickly can whatever's left. That's right. We could. Yeah. It would just be a pain, but at least it but wouldn't be like the freeze, end of everything. You should have a backup the same size. Yeah, that if would you be can. ideal. Yeah. It would take a lot of space, though. Now, the, the one thing that you don't really need is a backup house <laughs> now we have a backup house <laughs> it's really really small but but it's there yeah. so it's like there's varying degrees of importance okay for now, redundancy if your house okay. goes that's probably the the worst thing yes but the likelihood of your house going yeah. is pretty slim risk assessment it is risk assessment how about um ways to cook food 
for example, we have the wood stove, like the cook stove. Well, technically, <coughs> we have the north wood stove, which w we did cook on. That's true. It's not really designed for cooking, but you can but put you can pans on it. Stuff, yeah. We've got the south wood stove, which we were so lucky to come by this old, antique, gorgeous Elmira. Yeah. It's a Canadian Super company. Cute. Wood stove. It works amazing. It's it incredible. just runs, it cooks. And camp it is finicky all winter, and you have to the learn the name Elmira. I, I just it feels fitting, like <laughs> she's Evelyn. A crotchety. She, you you got to treat her like a lady. <laughs> you can't be crass and crude. You got it. It's a system. Yes. But once it's up and running, it's a beautiful thing. And then of course we have propane, propane barbecue, and propane and, stove. And pro we do have the, the propane stove. And finally, if we had to, if everything else quit. I could light a fire outside. Yeah, but learning how to cook on fire, open fire, Ooh, that's tricky. a skill. Like it if is you're, a skill. If you're not going to buy one of those fancy propane burners, but you're going to want to dunk all your chickens in the fall, oh, all I, your meat birds. I did not like that propane burner. It was terrifying. It was pretty scary. I would I would rather do it was, fire. It was easier to cook a fire if you... But if that's only if you're used to cooking on fire. So that's something, yeah. it's one of those things where you can't be like, oh, I'll just cook a fire. Oh, I'll you have to know. How, you yeah. have to have the wood supply and know what it kind of wood. It has to be properly seasoned. And Once you get a feel for it, it is. Yeah. It is better and, and easier. Practice. Yeah. yeah. Um, as far as like food supply sources, I feel like that's important to have redundancy in, especially right now. People are getting rid of their herds of beef, so like you might think you have a source for beef, mm. and then it turns out that. With the cost of feed and fuel and fertilizer, they culled their herd. Yeah, last week we picked up 50 pounds of beef, but next month he might be out. By the way, that's why you're seeing beef on the shelves right now. And that's why the oh, prices are a little that. bit lower is because people are culling their herds. Culling their herds, yeah. Get rid of their, their steers and their, ca their dairy cows. They can't cows. afford to keep them. Right. And so the people are thinking, oh, there's no shortage. There's no shortage. Can you imagine how many years it's going to take? to regain that population because now you don't have any of those cattle in the system oh so this isn't a natural culling this no, is like this is a like epidemic problem this is small producers saying uh -huh. i can't afford to keep these cows but the prices are so high the prices of what beef meat Not for them they don't make that price wow they make thanks I think it was, new york I thanks think city centers and a bunch of it was eight cents per dollar or something that the producers get unless they're selling directly. So buy local. So buy local, find a farmer and have a backup. We, Same with we all buy from produce. the guy who raises his cows. Yeah. And we go pick it up at this cute little butcher that's just a barn and, and it comes in giant banana boxes in clear garbage bags. Great. No, and he, he, they're food grade bags. They look okay. clear. They, they're good. He, he they look the good like stuff. clear garbage He's bags. actually quite fastidious despite being a very heavy smoker. Yeah. Which I maintain keeps you healthy. The smoke kills the bacteria. It must. It no, it I you know you it. You didn't does. hear about many smokers dying of the you know what, did you? No, you didn't. I think it killed all Despite the, stuff the in lung problems. Lungs. Of course it does. Gives them other problems. <laughs> but that's that's a whole other thing. I heard the other day only five percent of smokers die of lung cancer. <laughs> I bet you five percent of everybody else dies of lung cancer too. Wait, you mean it was all lies? Okay, fine. Yeah, okay, I shouldn't be surprised. <laughs> um Animals, redundancy in animals. For example, mm. we try to keep two ages of hens and two breeds at a time. Mm -hmm. So, like every year, we're getting a new flock of hens. We like to get them at point of lay because it just saves so much time. I, I think we have six 
breeds right now. Yeah, and yeah. they're all different ages. So some of them are just coming into the eggs, mm -hmm. and some of them are just starting to kind of tweedle off. Next year, those ones will go in the soup pot, and then we'll have a new batch. But you can't put all your chicks in one basket. Eggs in the basket? I don't like that. I like that. You can't put all your chicks in one basket. Nice, nice. Um, and same for meat birds. It, it's a lot easier to do multiple batches than it is to do one batch of 100 all at once. Mm -hmm. And something can happen to that first batch, and then you've still got the next batch lined up to go. We like to do our meat birds end of August because then they're not dying from heat stroke in the middle of summer and yeah. we don't have to start them with a lot of uh extra like uh heat mat heat it's time to say thank you to emp shield hello emp shield thank you for saving our devices from emps cmes or lightning strikes you can get an emp shield for your car your generator or your whole house and if you use OGPF as your coupon code, you get 50 bucks off any unit, which is a pretty big deal. It is. Thank you, EMP Shield. Let's talk about, oh, garden areas. We have three different areas of garden. We do. Because sometimes yeah. a pest will really dig their heels into one area. They'll just decimate it. And they'll ignore another. And so for crop rotation, like we're talking big gardens, so it's not like we can't rotate within those areas. But for example, the corn in the south field is a completely different, you know, they're at a completely different rate and dealing with completely different bugs. Totally different Than pests. the ones yeah. up closer to the house. Mm -hmm. Also, if you have multiple garden areas, you can grow multiple varieties of corn. Yes. Because they have to be, I think it's 150 feet apart, but if you live somewhere windy, it should probably be more like 500 feet apart. Well, and there's something that we're just learning is the um, kind of the more holistic approach to gardening. Like, mm -hmm. if you want to grow things, rule number one, kill everything else. Yeah. With like murder. Like kill it bugs, murder. weeds, they just yeah. it decimated. This whole what's it called companion planting oh. it's no it's crap. it's a it's kind of like a dual purpose bird it's a really good way to grow two things not very well yeah very poorly and so if you get monoculture a, if you get an egg layer yeah and a meat hen or you're a gonna meat get bird, crappy and, meat and crappy eggs but if you get them that are like meant to do one thing they're very good at that one thing yeah they might be more susceptible but not always yeah same the same thing goes with our gardens mono crops we do we do big blocks of now it's all, all the same it's thing. all together all, all our cabbages are all like there's like six mm -hmm. different kinds of cabbages but they are clumped together and we don't have daffodils in between them and the ridiculousness about planting uh nasturtiums and marigolds around your crops Nuts. there's a really good podcast oh, right. on yeah. maritime gardening where he has an entomologist talk about how hilarious that is we can go into that on another episode. Yeah, but that is. We should we should go into an episode on but the uh, basics of gardening, old wives tales. Yeah, we're talking about gardening and redundancy. Yeah. And for us, the redundancy is blocks of monoculture. And now more we than have one. several blocks, all the different zones, yeah. and they're only a few feet apart. But there's something if you want to get, I don't know, weird about it. When you plant plants together mm -hmm. they, they're happier they're happier it's like they're yeah. juju it's like when they you work when together. you plant carrots together mm -hmm. close enough together in the rows that their little crowns yeah. touch each the other the weeds don't come up there's no weeds like ever it's yeah. amazing it's an energy thing 
So, but if you throw some beets in there, all of a sudden you're pulling out. Yeah. All the if other you weeds, plant yeah. beans around your sunflowers, your beans murder your sunflowers, and they they'll take, take down your down. corn. And they'll take down your corn. Yeah. So no companion planting. Yeah. That's a bad city idea. It's, it's it's really good if you only have four square feet of garden space, maybe, and a lot of and time you to tend to it. Get off on watching things and maybe, die. Yeah, you want to have like two little stalks of corn. But we're talking about feeding yourself. Yeah. We also. We plant multiple varieties of each mm-hmm, thing mm-hmm. because sometimes, for whatever reason, the first thing will flop. Yeah. We also will do like multiple sowings of each thing. Oh, yeah, it's constant. Yeah. Redundancy. And also, like, for there are some things that we only can like every two years. Like, like that, could be, that could be another podcast. The title would be Eight Out of Ten Beans. What? It's like eight out of ten beans die. Nice. And you keep re sowing. I guess so. That should be eight out of ten beans dot dot dot. <laughs> That's depressing. <laughs> but it's true. It's and you true. Just, you just crack on and you yeah. replant and you just keep, keep going. going. Fill the holes yeah. until something grows. That's right. And with um, things like uh, fruit, like apples, mm-hmm. blueberries, grapes. Um, I'm thinking about cucumbers. There's a there's some things that it's like they do really well one year and not so well the next mm. year. And so mm-hmm. if we do get a good crop, we try to can two years worth. Yeah. Because then a you're not having to can pickles every year. You only have to can them every mm-hmm. other year. And b chances are next year you're not going to get very many apples. There's going to be an early frost or something else will happen. Yeah. And so you've got two years worth in your pantry. But that said. Eating seasonally also that that expands into multi-year eating. Mm-hmm, that's true. Like this year, last year we had a glut of cherries from our little mm-hmm, trees, and this yeah. year I did a reel. There's one, three. There were three. Mm. There were two hidden ones way mm. up high, and that's it. Yeah. There's no. We had bowlfuls of cherries from those yeah. little trees, and they're twice the size this year. So maybe this year they're putting up more suckers, getting maybe. ready to grow. Something it's just, happened. it's weird. It's just the way that life is. You have to have lots of options. So that's redundancy, diff- yeah. redundant in just your variation of crops. Yeah, yeah. Now you have to be a fascist. Like you have to, a, a tyrant? I don't know. You have yeah. to smoke, smite anything you don't want in your garden. <laughs> yeah. Like with fire and brimstone, yeah. Old Testament Like attitude. not Roundup, but... No, not chemicals. We use other things, but... Still, you, mm-hmm. you can't love the weeds. No, no, they have to stay. The back. weeds are evil. They are killing it's competition. Yeah. Um, uh, what about like um, pantry ingredients? Like, oh yeah, food you've staples. done so well. You've created such a diverse pantry this year. Yeah, and with like, such weird stuff. Once yeah. again, you got the ramen on sale. I did. And we still eat it. It's we great. The kids love it. Many, Not all many the time. cases of ramen, and they were on for four or five cents a pack. Oh, so we still have it. It's We've been eating really it for nice months. <laughs> Probably, I'm going to say twice a month, mm-hmm. we'll have a ramen meal. But with it's veggies. Like we'll, like we'll melt in some Swiss chard or, or cook in some Swiss yeah, chard. Yeah. And, and chicken from outside. Yeah. And yeah. It's fine. It's food. It's food. But trying to use. You know, the same basic dozen ingredients yeah. and turn them into many, many different meals mm-hmm. is really valuable because then you're not storing a bunch of weird random things that you only use for like one special. Yeah. We have a couple of those, you know, like some holiday foods that are like sentimental, but for the most part, cranberry, we don't store cranberry sauce. 
Yeah, we don't store unitaskers. Although, when the chickens and the potatoes and everything's coming out in the mm. fall, we use cranberries a lot because we have that turkey dinner like 18 times in a row. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody loves you it. You crave it. Yeah. Yeah, and you get the gravy from the <laughs> rendering. Yeah. And, yeah. Pickled beans. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I was thinking of another thing that we have in redundancy that I would not want to do without. Chainsaw. Oh, yes. Because when you need a chainsaw, you need it now. Quick share about my chainsaw story. Okay. I finally found the chainsaw I like. It's an Ego. Uh-huh. Ego 56-volt chainsaw. And it charges on solar. It's a lithium-ion system, but they have far and away the best battery platform. They're a little more expensive than brand name, or whatever. Anyway, uh, the one thing that fried or died in my Ego was the oil pump but we're talking about after hundreds and hundreds of hours oh yeah we're of, cutting down milling trees yeah. and stacking firewood. it's not just firewood we we milled lumber to build the house yeah. like yeah. this is not normal behavior for a chainsaw yeah however the part that died was an eight i think it was a six dollar part the oil pump yes the oil yeah. pump but the the oil pump it was actually a, a gasket on a piston I'm talking three cents. Probably, yeah. But they couldn't replace it. Like their their warranty program set up they couldn't really weird. They wanted me to take it to a local store, which was on the like, next continent. Uh, yeah. Because we're not on the continent. A ferry ride and an eight-hour drive. And, <laughs> and a I knew it was relevant. Right I told them the oil pump's leaking. The <laughs> the inside of the saw is filling with oil. Yeah. And eventually, I convinced them to send me a new part. And instead of sending me this little ring, they sent me the entire new oil tank assembly <laughs> and everything. And what I'm getting at is that 30 cent ring, O-ring, rendered my chainsaw completely inoperable. Yeah. yeah. Like, But we have two of those. We have two. Yeah. But that's and, just and one. extra extra bars and extra chains mm -hmm. and make sure you get your files and yeah. extra, extra things because it's all a system. And if it's something that you, literally your life would come to, to a standstill, you got to have to. I should get a, a lathe mm -hmm. with some kind of blade. I've never used a lathe. And a rubber tree. Then I could make my own 30 cent gaskets. Oh, you, you should. And this is, this is, folks, this is what it's all about. <laughs> it's figuring out where's your limit. Can yeah. I make this? Okay, I can't make this. How do I deal with this? Yes. Um, what about communications? So f what I was thinking for communication redundancy is... I don't like communications in general. <laughs> You'd rather it be incommunicado. Yeah, but... Satellite internet. We also have a couple cell phones that mm -hmm. can do the data if the internet goes out, yeah, which it does do sometimes. Yeah, we if we could. As far as also communicating, we have some apps on our phone that communicate even w when your SIM card isn't working, which does happen in Canada, mm -hmm. uh, like Skype or WhatsApp or there's a Yeah, Wi-Fi based stuff. Yeah. Yep. And then if you're feeling really extra, you can get some of those Beofang ham radios, mm. which is on our list of the first 300 things to prep. And if you want to try those out, they're actually really cheap to get a four pack and you don't need a ham radio license to listen. Nice. So you can try them out and figure things out. And the ham radio license, it really isn't that hard. It's just a matter of uh, 
memorizing the answers to a bunch of questions of things that you probably will never need to know again. Kind of like, like high school. That sounds like when I got my boat license. Yeah, just memorize this and go then to, never use this information ever Go to again. Roger's house and he'll sit you down and <laughs> he'll tell you the five answers. bucks, but it's like a whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> Communications. Redundancy. Yeah. One other thing that it's probably good to know is to not put all your trust into Gmail and to have something else. For example, we use ProtonMail. It's yeah. based out of Sweden and then... Switzerland. Switzerland. Yeah. Sorry. And okay. uh, <laughs> a, a really interesting way to communicate with your family if something were to go awry and sideways is you log into your family ProtonMail account mm -hmm. and you create a draft of an email and you don't send it. Oh, you're right. And then the next person yeah. can log into the ProtonMail yeah. from wherever he or she is. Yeah. He can check in the drafts. And that's how you can communicate without nice. even sending an email. Life hack. Life hack. How about... Oh, having a backup for your septic system. Mm-hmm. I've seen people online lately, especially the big family Instagrammers, where their septic system will go. You mean fill? Yeah. The sludge. Yes. Mm -hmm. And so, if you might be in that camp... It is really handy to have a bucket system ready to go if bucket necessary. Bucket system ready to go, but... Don't use it all the time. Is that all that you can think of as far as what yeah. you would need to root it on? That's what we learned with the bucket system. Yeah. You'd, we just dumped it in a pile. And, and the, the next year, it was the richest... Yeah, you put it on your fruit trees. Scent free. That's how you can tell. Yeah. All the scientists in the world can blabber on about how things are supposed to be but if it doesn't stink mm -hmm. and it smells like dirt it's probably bad if it looks like a duck <laughs> it's dirt you can put it on your trees and you'll have the best crop of apples you've Relax. ever had yeah. yeah um as far as prepping and off-grid goes i think the most important thing about redundancy is like being flexible and like learning how to like plan B, plan C, yeah. like getting into the habit of that so that you're not stressed out and paralyzed when things mm -hmm. go wrong because they will. Yeah, don't be, don't, what's the term, pigeonhole? Don't pigeonhole yourself yeah, yeah. into thinking that things can only work one way. Things can work in an infinite number of yeah. ways. Yeah, and it's just like, um, it's just like they say on that Canadian Prepper podcast, I, I don't believe things will continue as they are simply because it would be convenient for me. Yeah, oh, that's... Because it won't. Good. So please share this podcast with a friend. Give us a five-star review. And I'm going to read the quote of the day. We are called to be architects of the future, not its victims. That's uh, Buckminster Fuller. <laughs>